the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, president of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association, with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, uh, board members at SABSA. We are here to reassure you you can believe the Bible from the first verse. Guys, this time of year with Christmas coming, we often hear the Christmas story, and prominent in that account is the Christmas star, which led the wise men to baby Jesus. The Christmas star, also known as the Star of Bethlehem, is frequently an attack point for those who wish to criticize the Bible as being unscientific or false. Yeah, our resident astronomer in uh, SAFSA, on the SAFSA board, Dr. Daniel Harris, uh, frequently points out the account of the Christmas star describes motions and attributes to the star which make it very unlikely to be a star or at least any normal star. I frequently do a trivia quiz with my Sunday school class the last Sunday before Christmas, both to set the mood for the season and to clear up a lot of misconceptions about the biblical account. One bit of trivia I ask is on what date was Jesus born? Many of my good students will logically say it was either uh, in 1 AD or year zero, but they, they know it's not uh, December 25. Unfortunately, all of these are wrong answers in spite of their being logical. Our current A.D. calendar was set up in the 6th century when the Christian monk Dionysius Exegus devised the Anno Domine system, dating from the incarnation of Jesus. Unfortunately, six centuries later when he wrote this, with the ancient communications as they were, he had incorrect information about Christ's date of birth and set it on the wrong date according to modern research. What's important to realize is that different researchers have placed Christ's birth anywhere between 3 and 12 B.C. There's no consensus here, but the most popular dates for his life by modern scholars is the birth of about 4 B.C. and death on the cross in 30 A.D. And uh, note that this gives Christ's biblical age of 33 years since there really is no year zero. It's important to note, though, that the most current secular literature and textbooks use the abbreviation BCE and ACE, which stands for Before Common Era and After Common Era, instead of BC, Before Christ, and AD, Aino Domini, in the year of our Lord. And it's a blatant attempt to write Christ out of history. The Bible trivia has even made its way onto my Christmas decor. How's that? Each year we put up a nativity scene on the front of our lawn. It includes the baby Jesus, Joseph, Mary, the three wise men, and the animals. My wife is always getting on me to include the shepherds, but I refuse to since the Bible makes it clear the shepherds viewed the baby on the night of his birth and the wise men came weeks or many months later. So they should not be seen together. Our decorations also include an angel mounted over my roof looking onto the manger scene. 
This angel is a great consternation to me as I have had great difficulty in getting her not to shift positions in the heavy winter winds, and thus I often refer to her as that dizzy dame as I continually up on the roof to put her back in a position overlooking the nativity scene. Fortunately, God was better focused on what was happening in our world and in Bethlehem more than 2,000 years ago than my wayward angel. But there's still a lot of debate about different aspects of the Christmas story which bother people. One question is how could magi or wise men from the east have known of the Messiah's coming and not the Jews who had been waiting for him for centuries? Well, the answer to that biblical trivia question is in the book of Daniel. Daniel was taken as a young man to Babylon as a slave when Israel was conquered by Babylon around 600 B.C. Through many God-aided adventures, Daniel rose to a place of prominence in Babylon and finally to become the director of their court of astrologers, wise men, and library. It will be his telling of the, the Jewish prophecies which will enable the astronomers in Babylon to recognize the strange celestial event which occurs to their west and now known as the Star of Bethlehem. It is the descendants of Babylon's wise men armed with knowledge of Daniel who made the trek to Israel in search of the Hebrew Messiah. Why did the Jews not recognize this same sign in the heavens? There are many theories on this, but one makes a lot of sense. Several places in the Bible, God warns his people not to indulge in astrology, including some pointed verses in both Deuteronomy and Jeremiah. In Jeremiah chapter 10, God said, Thus said the Lord, Learn not the way of the heathen, and be not, not dismayed at the signs of the heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. Thus the Hebrews were directed not to pay attention to the very sign that the Babylonians saw. Further, because of this edict by God, the Hebrews did not have astrologers studying the heavens as the Babylonians had for centuries. Now, there is the question of the star itself, which in many ways did not behave like stars at all. Stars are fixed in the sky and do not move before us as we travel as described in this event. They are generally not seen by day as this one was. Stars are not so close that when you get to a certain spot, like Jerusalem, it then shifts in position relative to you and points you toward Bethlehem. Stars do not stand over one building or place and shine magically down on that one spot. For these reasons, I believe that the star of Bethlehem was not a naturalistic celestial event, but a true miracle of God, a very special sign to humanity that He was changing the world. It could have been a miracle from God. However, there are a lot of people over the centuries who have given a lot of thought to a naturalistic explanation for what the star was. Let's look at some of those. Well, in 1614, German astronomer Johannes Kepler determined that a series of three conjunctions of the planets Jupiter and Saturn occurred in the year 7 B.C. He argued incorrectly that a, a planetary conjunction could create a nova, which he linked to the star of Bethlehem. Modern calculations show that there was a gap of nearly a degree, approximately twice the diameter of the moon, between the planets, so these conjunctions were not visually impressive. 
An ancient almanac has been found in Babylon, which covers the events of this period, but does not indicate that the conjunctions were of any special interest. Another occurrence was between 3 and 2 BC, there was a series of seven conjunctions, including three between Jupiter and Regulus, and a strikingly close conjunction between Jupiter and Venus near Regulus on June 17, 2 BC. The, the fusion of two planets would have been a rare and awe-inspiring event, according to Roger Sennett, archaeologist and Assyriologist Simo Parpola, who has also suggested this explanation. Another Venus-Jupiter conjunction occurred earlier in August 3 BC. However, these events occurred after the generally accepted date of 4 BC for the death of Herod. Since the conjunction would have been in the west at sunset, it could not have led the Magi south from Jerusalem to Bethlehem. It also does not fit with an event seen at rising that might have been started them on the journey. Locally, Dr. Jerry Hardwick each year gives a dazzling computer graphics presentation demonstrating this theory of Christ's birth in 3 B.C. and the Babylonian Magi being led to him in 2 B.C. His answer for the problem of the star not being visible by day is that the Magi were astronomers and thus knew where the star was in the heavens by day as a point in the sky or horizon. And thus, even though not visible by day, their astronomical training still allowed this point of reference to guide them. He also believed that Herod's death has been misdated. If your group would like to see Dr. Hardwick's program, get in touch with us and we will connect you. Of course, some people believe it was a comet. Now, Halley's Comet was visible in 12 BC, and another object, possibly a comet or nova, was seen by Chinese and Korean stargazers in about 5 BC. This object was observed for over 70 days with no movement recorded. Ancient writers describe comets as hanging over specific cities, just as the star of Bethlehem was said to have stood over or the place where Jesus was, the town of Bethlehem. However, this is generally thought unlikely, as in ancient times, comets were generally seen as bad omens. The comet explanation has been recently promoted by Colin Nickel. You're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Today we are discussing evidence for whether the star of Bethlehem or Christmas star was a star, comet, or simply a miracle from God. A recent 2005 hypothesis is that the star of Bethlehem was a supernova or hypernova occurring in the nearby Andromeda galaxy. This seems unlikely, although it is difficult to detect a supernova remnant in another galaxy or obtain an accurate date of when it occurred. Supernova remnants have been detected in Andromeda, but not by the naked eye. <clears throat> the Magi told Herod that they saw the star in the east as it's rising, which may imply the routine appearance of a constellation, uh, something called an asterism, a recognizable pattern of stars in the sky. One theory interprets the phrase Matthew 2-2 in the East as an astrological term concerning a hellatial rising. This star rising occurs annually when it becomes first visible on the eastern horizon for a brief moment just before sunrise after a period of time when it has not been visible. Uh, this idea was first proposed by Heinrich Voigt in 1911, but it's been rejected by others. Carl, go ahead. Again, all of this 
history of theories shows us that there's no consensus and none of these theories fit all the biblical descriptions for the simple reason that the star of Bethlehem did not behave like a star. We as creationists are always looking apologetically for how we can explain phenomenon in nature in terms of God's physical laws and designs. However, there are times when God, who wrote the physical laws into being, simply decides to do something special, what we call a miracle. I believe that is what the star of Bethlehem was, a miracle pointing us toward the even greater miracle of Christ's birth. We pray that you can focus on the miracle of his birth and what God did for us in sending us his son to reconcile sinful men to him during the Christmas season. Regardless of whether it was a naturalistic event or a miracle put in place by God, this was a God-directed event with a purpose of pointing the wise men and us toward Christ. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org, that is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org, or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a link for contact information on which you can order the, our newsletter. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. For meeting time and place, please check our website as we are moving from our old meeting place. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR website, click on KSLR Podcast, and scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us next Saturday for Believing the Bible. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.